Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your host, music web designer, Ross Barber. And musician filmmaker, Marcia Novelli. Please join us in welcoming Patrice Coakley to the show. Patrice is the founder of The Baseline Group, a music-inspired brand management and marketing firm based in Chicago. And they help empower musicians and creative entrepreneurs to grow their businesses and reach a wider audience. With years of experience in marketing and communications, Patrice has a ton of knowledge to share, so let's just jump right in. Welcome to the show, Patrice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm a fan of the show, so I'm super excited to be here. We have a fan. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> We're yes. They're yes. our favorite kind of guests. <laughs> right, right. I met Ross right before you guys launched uh, Bridge the Atlantic. And when Ross told me about it, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. So, no way. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited to be on the show. Awesome. This yeah. is awesome. Well, why don't you tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know? Ah, good question. Let me see here. Um, I used to play the piano. I'm a little rusty now, so if anyone asks me to play, I'll, I'll try to dust it off a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm super obsessive with business and marketing. It's, it's, it's weird. I'm, I'm extremely obsessed with it. And Janet Jackson is the only artist I've seen all of her all of her tours like i can't say that for kanye west or any, anybody like that but janet jackson is the only artist where i have to see her live really? so i've seen all i've seen all of her tours so that's uh three things that people don't know well, what's your what was your favorite tour oh i would say the very last one the up close and personal because really? that was yeah because i was able to get up close oh right <laughs> yeah yeah at the because i saw her in detroit at the fox theater and the security let us literally go up to the stage and see her. So I have like oh, pictures wow. of her right in front of me. And I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of it because this is like the only time I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get this close. That was what, three, four years ago or something? Yeah, it was right? about three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah about four years ago. Yeah. She hasn't, she hasn't toured since, has she? Nope, no, nope. And, might and be yes. last one. Who knows? Right. And I got my tickets too. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I yes. saw that all over Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Twitter. It's right. like, I got my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I yep. love it. Yes, I love Janet. Love her. Her first tour I ever went to was uh, Rhythm Nation. So oh, wow. everything that's 80s, Rhythm isn't Nation. It? Yeah, wow. that was when I was old enough to go to a show like that. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I've seen her eat every tour. I've Were seen. Were you a, it. Fan of, a fan of Michael as well? Oh yes, yeah. yes. I remember growing up. I had a picture of Janet on one side of my bed, and then Michael on the other. <laughs> so big, big Jackson fan. Big nice. Jackson. Nice. Awesome. So you'll, you'll, we'll know the answer to one of our 20 questions. I think, I think we actually probably know the answer to two of our 20 yeah, questions. Yeah, there we go. I think it's been given away. Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, so obviously, I, I've worked with you. We, we work together on your, on your website. So I know quite a bit about Baseline Group. But for people that aren't familiar, um, can you tell us a little bit about why you started Baseline Group and maybe some of the projects that you've been involved in? Oh, sure. But first, thank you. Because this is the first time we've actually seen each other face to face at the true. same time. That's so true. thank you so much for that website. I still get compliments on it. And 
you really killed it. You nailed it. So much love to you out here in Chicago. A lot of people are asking who you are. So you did That's an awesome. excellent job. So thank nice. you for that. Well, thank you for choosing yeah. me and for oh, being a great person to work with. Can you be more business? Can you be yeah. less like less likable, Ross? And just be like, thank you for choosing Electric Key. <laughs> if you have any questions, uh, just refer it out to our my secretary. <laughs> Ross is amazing, man. You're so supportive. And anytime I have a question about anything, you, he sends an email right back. So definitely, you guys are watching. Ross is a great guy to work with definitely we got him. Get i good. guess i'll agree with that you agree you should grudgingly <laughs> <laughs> of course of course uh but baseline group um it actually started it's been an idea since i was a kid really um wow. i always had the aspiration of working in the music industry from thinking of like A&R, artist management, something like that, because I was really fascinated with Bad Boy Entertainment and what they were doing, and then everything with Death Row. Not necessarily all the crime and whatnot that they were involved in, but just the business aspect of it. I, always, I was always fascinated with the business side of music, um, which is why I decided to uh, go to school as a, as a music major, and then I transitioned into business and during college. Uh, but... Um, I've been consulting for about seven years. Um, my original, my major is marketing. So I said, um, let me get that education in marketing. Let me try to work in the field first and then I'll apply it to music later. That was my original like idea and the track that I wanted to take. So last year, I felt like it was a good time to start it. I was working with an artist in New York at the time and I really enjoyed her project. I really enjoyed working with her and traveling back and forth. And I said, you know what, this is a sign. This is a sign that it's time for me to uh, live my dream since I was like 10, 11 years old. Let's go ahead and do it. So I decided to break away from using my name as my brand and I developed the Baseline group. Now with Baseline, I still work with all industries it's not just music um so i like to describe it as a music inspired boutique agency uh that focuses on brand development marketing strategy and and management and um yeah the baseline is pretty much a metaphor it doesn't necessarily say mean that i play the bass but it's a metaphor when you think of a baseline in the song that's the foundation of the song it's the it's the base and i feel like your brand is serves the same purpose in your career so that's where that pretty much comes i like from. that yeah thank you i like that yeah very cool so one thing i'd like to i kind of want to jump straight into the advice because i obviously i know you i follow you on twitter i've listened to loads of like podcast interviews that you've done so i know you've got tons to share yeah, yeah. so i'd like to maybe go uh, into branding a little bit and sure. And ask you why you think strong branding is important, and most and mostly for musicians in particular. Um, and do you think it's maybe become more important in the digital age? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's very important now, especially with artists, because when you think about it, artists—they're very closed off, and they they speak through their music or they speak through their artwork, and us as consumers of that art, we want to know a little bit more. We want to know who you are, what's your day-to-day -day like. Whereas an artist, they'll just stay in the studio and like, this is it, this is all I want to do, I want to focus here. And it's like, no, you. we need to show, as artists, we need to show a little bit more of who you are as a person. And that's what pretty much just sells what you do. So I think even now, especially with the digital age, having Instagram and, and Twitter, everyone is so connected. So it makes sense. It's like before, when you think about it, we didn't have all of this. So all you knew was the music. Nowadays, there's that's not an issue. You know, you can just simply 
post something up, show the behind the scenes perspective of your life, of your creative process. And that's what people are falling in love with. I mean, even if you think of the mainstream uh, artists today, like Chris Brown, we don't know all the songs on his latest CD. We don't. But we know what's going on with his personal life. Mm-hmm. And that's what's making people fall in love with him or dislike him. It's not necessarily the music, even though in award shows, he'll say, oh, I want to get back to the music. It's about the music and the music. No, no, we're more in tune with your personal life. So I think right now as an artist is very important not to say you need to put all your business out there, but at least show something because that's what the consumers demand at this time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Marcy, it's something that you and I have talked about a little bit is uh, Twitter and how much of ourselves to put out there. Because um, I know you, you're quite open on Twitter. You put quite a lot out there. And for a while, I wasn't. I was focusing more on like sort of business-related tweets. And actually, Patrice, you and I have talked about this a bit yes, as well. Yeah. Um, in that it is actually better to show more of your personality and more of yourself online. And I've definitely noticed since I started doing more of it that... Um, it's had a really good impact mm-hmm. on the kind of conversations I've been having mm-hmm. and everything. Um, do you think that's something that you find a lot of artists don't do enough of? Yeah, I do. I, I see them. They'll either talk about political views or they'll talk about what they have going on their project. But it's like, no, what are your interests? What is it that you like to do for fun? You know, let's let's do you have a pet? Talk about your pet. And I love when you post about your dog and <laughs> and I'm trying to get back into posting about uh, posting about my cat who's sitting here on the floor by my feet. And it's like people gravitate to that because it's something that they can relate to, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes them like you even more. You know, it's, it's that it's a way to start a conversation. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see enough of it, even though I like it. I, I would like to. There's an artist in California that I follow. She's starting to do a little bit more about that. She's a vegetarian, so she'll post her meals. She'll talk about how it's helped her uh, perform and the benefits of that um, and how it relates to her her music. So I, I, I love seeing it, and I definitely commend all the artists that do that, but I would like to see more of it. Yeah, but I was going to say, Marcio is vegan, and he uh, oh, likes nice. to mention it all the time. But uh, one thing that, like, obviously, <laughs> did you being decide a- like to mention it all the time? I'm going I'm to be sure. picking your brain because I'm trying to transition. <laughs> nice, good job, good for yeah, you. I was gonna say, because uh, good because for you, you. Post- I'll be one of those obnoxious things. <laughs> good job. Yeah. <laughs> because you post about, uh, you know, you post uh, quite a lot if you get like vegan cookies and all this sort of stuff. But you, I think you're now getting some opportunities coming up uh, for like you know sponsorship or um, festivals that you know vegan related festivals Um, so I think that it definitely can pay off in other ways showing your personality as well as kind of starting conversations it can create opportunities as long as it's authentic like that's just something that's very uh, very a part of my life and my wife's life and our and our two little boys lives you know so it's like and it's something that I truly believe in so um, I think if you if you do things just to please other people or 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 keep your mouth quiet because you don't want to offend other people, that's not that's not a good thing. I think you just have to be true to yourself, um, which I think more artists need to do. Uh, you have a voice, use it. You know, because we're, like you said, we're living in an age right now where people want to know you. It's not so much about. I mean, there's still a place for that, that kind of bigger, larger than life um, star, but it's it's very it's if, even them. Uh, first of all, it's very f- few and far in between now to have it uh, to be at that level. 
you know, and even, even with them, like, let's use Jared Leto as an example, because I always use Jared Leto as an example, and Ross is always like, you want to use Jared Leto as an example, but, you know, he... <laughs> You need some new, oh, you need some new interests. No, I'm going to do this just to piss you off. But you know what? He, he shows he's a real person, <clears throat> despite how, yeah. how, you know, larger than life he is. He, he shows he's a real person, which I think this is what people want to want now. People, people, uh, and I, I think that's the best. I think it's yeah. better than ever. It's not about being bigger than your fans. It's about being equal, you know, and, and showing them how important they are. So anyway, that's my little tangent. Be, yeah, being, you know, being a person. Be authentic. Yeah. yeah, be a person. You're a person yeah. that just happens to have a job that makes art. Makes, right. you know, let people in. I agree. I agree. I, Beyonce is doing an excellent job at that just mm-hmm. to bring out a you know just to display a good example of that like yeah how so like she's larger than life yeah she's huge like no one even saw this coming you know and she still has a way of keeping her private life private but yet still show a little bit of that life yeah exactly yeah it's it's all about balance you know what it's kind of to me it's kind of like you know you make friends in life and you're not gonna you're not gonna meet a friend and just tell them your whole life story or or share every detail of your private life with them but there's certain people you will and it comes down Mm -hmm. to comfort so it's a matter of how comfortable you are with certain levels like i post um a lot of pictures of me and my kids and my wife and just what i'm doing if i'm going to the gym or like you said like ross was saying vegan this and that these are all things i'm comfortable with and it's fine there are things in my life i wouldn't post you know what i mean because because i probably wouldn't share with a friend or even some family members so i mean you know it's it's a matter i think it's a matter of comfort too i I, I think it never do what you're not comfortable with with Mm -hmm. anything but like just just to i didn't really respond to what russ was saying about um uh he was saying about getting opportunities specifically in kind of like a vegan world even to branch out from that i think Mm -hmm. it's it's cool and i think you'd probably say this it's it's good to have a niche as long as it's again authentic to yourself because you can then um you know group together with other like-minded individuals and and Mm -hmm. and help each other out right and i and i always tell people and that's what that's the whole point of building a brand brand that's what you are you know everything it's not just the music it's not just the art you need to build that brand which encompasses everything that involves you so like you the vegan you know the the whole vegan lifestyle you know it's like (laughs) the vegan um i mean there's sponsorships and all kind of stuff with that and then that also grows your audience as well Mm -hmm. you know uh, the one artist that i was working with she was saying how she was a big fan of a particular hair product and i'm thinking like okay let's go ahead let's try to tweak them try to promote them let's you know show that you use the product which she does you never know where that may lead to you know yeah exactly exactly and i always tell people think bigger think bigger than your studio and what is it that you that you like to do and every person that i work with i try to spend some personal one on time one-on-one time with them just so i can see that because they don't think to talk about it all they think is music. They think about the paint that I need to buy, the, the the producers I need to look for. They don't think about all the other stuff. And I just like, you know, let's let's just kick it. Let's just relax. Let me just get to know you. And then I start seeing things and seeing different stuff that they're into and how we can build the brand of that particular person. And they don't think like that. So, uh yeah, we just have to think bigger. And and that's something that I need to do with myself. I'm around here thinking like, okay, since I'm so obsessed with business and marketing and baseline, I'm like, all right, what else am I into? <laughs> like, <laughs> something that I can capitalize on. Let me take my own advice here. What's what's something that I can use? So it's, it's very important today. And even with some of these big artists, uh, 
um, most of their money makers, the, the, the big, huge source of revenue for them is not their music. It's not uh, the art. It's their endorsements and things that they're involved with. And again, that goes back to their personal interest. So it all ties together. So I, I like to tell people we need to think larger than the artwork and the creative piece and think of yourself as a brand. You know, I, I want to almost come up with a different name than brand because like for brand, as an artist, like brand sounds like I hate feeling or sounding like too businessy because like, it really yeah. comes down like at least, I guess I'll use myself as an example. It's all about authenticity, being yourself and right. just simply putting it out there. Right. Yeah. I think it's just being I guess that that's what it is. Uh, you're, in my opinion, um, you know, say my brand, quote unquote, is really just me. Right. You know what I mean, I'm a solo artist. So, I mean, like it's just about being me and with the band, too, it should be collectively what they are you know or, or you know i think that's uh, for me that's what a brand should be you know for for an artist it should just be true to them and right. I, you know i really like the approach you take when when because i'm sure there are people that there there are management companies that see an opportunity come about you know for sponsorship and maybe push on their artists but the fact that you're taking the same approach i am like you know what's what do you like anyway well, right. let's see if you can get sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Because you yeah. like it anyway. So it's not it's it's the authenticity because if you're going to be sharing that with your fans and being like, hey, uh -huh. you know, I like this, mm -hmm. uh, you guys should check it out too because you know you're you're sharing something with them. At least if it's authentic, why not? Right. You know what I mean? Because you want to exactly. do that. You know. But exactly. if it's fake, ugh. right, right, no. then there's no point. There's no point. People can see that. People can see fakery, I think as I so, call yeah. it. I yeah, like they that. fakery. I'm going to use fakery. that. Fakery. <laughs> <laughs> <Good. laughs> yeah, they see it just so easily now, you know, and people, I think today with the media and, and everything, we see how things can be photoshopped. We can see how the media can take a, a particular situation and edit something to make it look different than what it is. It's just a lot of fakery going on. So I think being authentic, it's like we need that. There's a demand for it. As an everyday consumer, we are craving that. And I'm just waiting on the right artist to, to show that, like to promote it and let's go full force with it because, I mean, they just have to put it out there. And once they put it out there, I mean, it's, they're, they're solid. But I think a lot of artists, they get scared of showing that and they feel comfortable in the studio and that's where they express themselves. But it's like, no, let's, there's a demand for it. So why not fulfill it? It's 2015. I mean, it's right. not 1995 anymore. You exactly. Know? You can't. You, you can't really be that. Uh, that I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know. The hermit, the hermit. How would Kirk Cobain? <laughs> how would Kirk Cobain work today with Twitter? Do you think he would use it, or do you think he would just be like? I feel like you would just be like, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and all his management, you know, management companies would just be like, you got to use it, no man. Yeah. But what I mean, you know, is just like you can't really have that nowadays. You know, I mean, you can right. kind of to a point, but you know what? You can still maintain mystery you know because you know I, I like a little bit of mystery in, in the artist I, I like you know and i follow but i think that it's a balance it's like we said earlier it's a balance of what to share and what not to share right you know um but you know i i'd love to ask speaking of which what are some kind of common mistakes you see artists make um and how can they fix them and this can apply to social media or not even social media and i'm sure you, know, you can see that smile so i'm sure there are a lot <laughs> you can say <laughs> What are some of them? Oh, man. Let me see what some good ones, because I don't want to offend anyone, because people are very sensitive nowadays, and I feel like <laughs> <laughs> we need to be honest. You know, let's yeah. stop walking on, you know, eggshells, and let's be honest, because I'm the type, I'm going to give it to you straight. 
That's what I no like. Chaser, because I feel like you, I would prefer that you hear it from me. If we're working together, I prefer that you hear it from me first before you go out in the street and millions of people coming at you and attacking you. Like I always tell the folks that I work with, I will never have you go outside looking crazy. Never. I can't do it. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so the mistakes, not being consistent, not being consistent in anything that they do. They're not consistently in the studio creating art and work or whatnot. They're not consistent with marketing their project. They'll market a project and or tweet it and Facebook it for a month and then they just fall off and it doesn't work that way. You should have been tweeting and building anticipation for that three months, at least three months beforehand. And when you launch it, you need to keep on launching. Like you, you need to continue to promote that even afterwards and then seeing who you can partner with uh, to help them promote your stuff too. So I see a lot of people just not consistent, um, not taking direction and being sensitive uh, with it, uh, with any direction that they have. And I understand people with the whole saying, I think Erica Badu said it first, uh, you know, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my, you know, and it's like, okay, I understand that you're sensitive, but at the same time, we're in a different time here. Erica Badu may have said that and came out with that in like the 90s or early 2000s. And as you said, Marcio, it's 2015. You know, it's we need to remember that this is a business. Yes, you're an artist. This is how you express yourself. But this is also a business. So you have to be able to take const constructive criticism, especially when you want people to pass over their hard earned dollars to you. So you have to take them into consideration. So I would say that those would be the top ones um, as far as where the mistakes are. Yeah, you know what? I think yeah. that it's a matter of uh, when it's constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. You know, and also I think every artist, they need to be able to hear that, right. particularly if they if they trust where it's coming from, but also if they don't trust where it's coming from, to realize that you can take that and then you can keep some yeah. in and you can also let some go. It doesn't change you. I mean, no right. one can make you do anything. If Even if it's, you're not really agreeing with your management, then it's time to change your management. Everyone needs to be right. on the same level. But mm -hmm. yeah, if you're working with someone and you trust, you know, trust them, as long yeah. as you're still staying true to yourself in the whole process. I think right. that's, I think that's what people, I think that's what I used to be very afraid of. You mm -hmm. know, I can only speak, I'm speaking for my, for myself a lot just because, you know, I can. And I think when you realize at the end of the day, no one can make you do anything. If you're, if, as long as you feel like you're still staying true to yourself and everything okay. you're doing, you're good. You're solid. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, maybe hear what some people have to say, just uh, outside opinion, um, respected opinion that maybe they're coming from a different angle than you're coming from. Right. As, as an artist, especially for your own art, you're very... I know exactly. I am. It's like everything is great. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you know, what? I've been doing it long enough that I can I can know maybe maybe everything's great, but certain ones are better. Let's just leave it like that. <laughs> I'm not going to say certain ones are bad. Actually, some of them are bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> but you need to be able to know that. And that's why there's listening sessions and people yeah. host those. And and a good example is um, I always refer to uh, what's the movie, the Motown movie, The Temptations, and know. how the Barry Gordy character. Uh, when they were recording the song, they kept trying to find what's the single they should put out. And they, it was all these hits, what we consider hits today. They kept putting them, putting them out, putting them out. And, and he would have a group to listen to the song. And he asked, if you were down to your last dollar, which was a lot of money back then, <laughs> would you buy a sandwich or would you buy this record? And some people... If it wasn't good, they'll say, oh, the sandwich. Right. And that's and that's what we need to to get back into right now. And I think the 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 Internet kind of 
cause this this issue because now artists can just simply just put out music whenever they feel like without getting some kind of feedback on it. So I think we need to get back into that and having a good team of people that not only want to see you excel and care about you, but also have a good ear and is paying attention to the market and can say, you know, whether give some constructive feedback on whether or not this song is going to do good or if it's a bad song. So I I love that you said that because as an artist, like, you know, you create, you just want to share and share and share. You know, I'm going to share, I'm going to let you know a little technique I've used. And I think that other people could probably take from this. Um, I used to, as a solo artist, I used to have a moniker for myself, right? And I changed, under, under the advice of a producer I was working with, he said, you know, if you have a great name, just use your name. And ever since I changed to use my name, I realized, you know what, I better, everything I release better be the best I can do. Because at the end of the day, if people don't like my music, they're saying, I don't like Marcia Novelli <laughs> because yes. that's my name. I, right. I would take that personally. Right. But you know, right. not, not, not everyone's going to like what you're doing. But the point is, you need to sit back and, and be proud of everything you did. So I think that even if you use a moniker, if you're in a band, you use a name. The only advice I would give is pretend like that's your name. You know what I mean? Like your actual mm-hmm. name. Because like, remember, you want, it, you want to look back and be proud of everything you put out. You right. release. And I mean, not everything that you release just because you want to share it, you know, is, is going to be something you're always going to be proud of. Or right. at least right. the majority of it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and, so I like what even you said now, there. yeah. Even when I switch from using my name to baseline. Yeah. There we go. I'm, I'm like, I still, I'm still the face of the company. Mm-hmm. I see you know? yeah, on Twitter. It's, it's you. And it's still my face. And I did that for a reason, just simply because I still want people to see that it's me, even though mm-hmm. I made that tra- transition. Mm-hmm. I want them to know this isn't a fake page or anything like that. It's still me. I'm just, you know, handling business as a as a DBA versus my name and I want to build it and I want to grow it. It's it's something that's bigger than me, but also to show that there's a person behind it. We're not just some big company and, you know, all the employees are a number and you can't clients. hide behind anything. That's can't, that's exactly. very similar to me. I think you and I, right, even though we're in a bit different, we're in the same industry, but completely different sides of the right, business. Right. It, at the end of the day, it makes you have to put your best foot forward because at the end exactly. of the day, if you don't do good work, it's your face. It's your it's, face. It's, yeah. So I yep. like, I feel like, uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And because of that, I'm very picky. I'm very yes. picky with who I work with. There you go. Because it's representing ser- you. Right. Whether yeah. it's service providers, clients, or artists, that's why I, s- I bow down that. to Ross. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't think you, 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 don't, you don't just hand out the compliments, I think. So Ross, you should really take this one. <laughs> I'm ready for I'm, 20 questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Nervous. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one. Right. Uh oh. Coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. CD or vinyl? Oh, CD. Summer or winter? Summer for sure. Yeah. Yoga or yogurt? Yogurt. Yoga seems boring to me. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Twitter or Facebook? Uh, Twitter, hands down. Now, this is based on some quotes I read on your Facebook page. Okay. Just because it's a weird uh, two people that are weird to put I like together. it. I like it. Uh, Oprah Winfrey or Steve Jobs? Oh, Oprah Winfrey. I, I would go for Oprah too. <laughs> so would yeah. I, probably. I haven't seen yeah, Oprah Sorry, sorry, Macbeth, but. Yeah, Oprah. The Walking Dead or Madman? Oh, good question. Oh, my God. Two, both favorites. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. That's good research. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Oh, wow. Ah, The Walking Dead. You did it. You had to pick one. Mm. Canada or Scotland? Uh Uh-oh. 
I have never been to Scotland, but I've been to Canada. Well, so I'm going to go. say Canada. I've been to Toronto, actually. Toronto, Perfect. Windsor. Yeah, oh, nice. being, from, being from Detroit is literally oh, across yeah, the water. Oh, yeah, enough. Yeah, absolutely. It's a walk. Yeah. It's a stone throw around. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson. Beautiful nice. People is my favorite. Ah, oh, nice. Very good. I agree. I, I, huge inspiration for me. You wouldn't yeah. hear it in my music, but huge inspiration for Love me it. as an yeah. artist. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce or Janet Jackson? Oh, come on now. Come on. You, have to, you have to ask that. <laughs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> Detroit or Chicago? Oh, Detroit. There you go. Yeah, hometown. Now, I think these are two of your favorites too. House of Cards or Orange is the New Black? Oh, House of Cards. Oh, wow. I'm, just, I'm really cards. surprised. I would have picked it makes, it makes you think. Empire or Scandal? <laughs> Oh man, you guys were digging. Oh, <laughs> Empire or Scandal? Empire because it's music related. Yeah, there you go. But I watch both, love them both. <laughs> now, Battle of the Michaels, our our favorite question: Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Oh come on, Jackson all the way. You mean you didn't want you didn't you didn't have pictures of the bolt on your walls? No, I didn't. <laughs> no. Oh, crap. <laughs> twerk or work oh work i've tried to twerk just being silly around the house yeah and it's something with my back like i don't have that that coordination i don't know i i can do it i do it all the time no i'm joking yeah. <laughs> i can't twerk <laughs> ricky gervais or ricky martin oh ricky martin Check whale or kale oh kale Bette Midler or The Riddler? Ah, The Riddler. And the final question, blah, 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 fake drum roll. We're all doing the fake drum roll. Ross or Marcio? Oh, no, no. I'm going to close my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best ending. She was just like, nope, close, end of interview. Well, thank you for watching Bridge Atlantic. <laughs> oh, man. I'm oh, going to say Ross God. just because, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll say Ross. <laughs> of course. It's all good. I'm not going to yeah. go cry. I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> so what, do you, what, do you, what sort of music recommendations do you have? What have you been listening to lately? Oh, some of everything. Definitely Janet Jackson's I <laughs> latest think, song. Sleep. I think we know that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. That J. Cole was a very good added, good touch to it. Um, Joey Cathos out in Philly. She's an indie artist, very a conscious rapper. Her music is oh, really nice. good. Uh, definitely check her out. Um, Journey Rain out in California. Very good artist. Uh, plays acoustic uh, guitar and all kind of uh, instruments. I mean, she's amazing. Nice. Um, I need to download Raina Williams, another indie artist out in Brooklyn. She's amazing, and her CD just dropped today. And I'm not like promoting these people like that. <laughs> it's all good if you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, these are people that I'm listening to right now. Her stuff, nice. her uh, CD just dropped today, and I can't wait to download it. Um, and I would say mainstream though, Janet Jackson, of course. Who else? Somebody. Oh, Jill Scott. I got to download her new CD. Cool. Yeah, those are the people I'm listening to right now. Sweet. And if you want to go find out more about Patrice and her company, go to thebasslinegroup.com. That's bass like the guitar, not B-A-S-E. It's B-A-S-S line group. Uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's the baseline G-R-P. 
and Facebook, it's as well, the baseline GRP. Um, if you want to hear my music and what I'm up to, go to marcionavelli.com. And if you want to see what I'm up to, uh, you can check me out at electrickiwi.co.uk. Awesome. This has been so much fun. Yes, it was. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Bye.